appreciate every single one of you who's clicking on these episodes and listening to them because we are at over a thousand downloads within eight weeks of this podcast. And obviously, it's not just about climbing the numbers and climbing the charts and getting up to 10,000, which is my goal, right? Let's get to let's get to 10,000 downloads, right? The road to 10,000. But it's not just about that. It's about having people just listening to this, chiming in, giving me your feedback, joining the movement and uh I appreciate every single one of you right now. As at this point, we're probably at 1,100 total downloads, and uh, we're looking forward. We're not looking backward at all. So anyways, hope everyone had a great three-day weekend. Now on to the show, episode 14. All right, three, two, one. All right, so we're going to get started today. Um, Man, I got a cool guest on here today. Please introduce yourself, man. What's your name? Who are you? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Jesus Martinez. I know as Paco. You know, uh, everyone knows me. Everyone knows me as, as Paquito. Uh, you know, I'm a current student at ARC. Um, you know, I also work at ARC as, as, as a student mentor. Okay. And yeah. yeah that's... All right, man. Cool. So, kind of tell me, man, before you get into like what you're doing at ARC at American River College, which is my my alma mater, right? So, go Beavers. Um, tell me, you know. Whatever, man, before you got into high school and all that, kind of tell me your, your experience in high school and everything like that. Well, um, first of all, like, I wasn't I was born in America, you know, as, as many people uh, already know. I was born in a little town, uh, Michoacan, called Apia. Um, Yeah, I was born there, and I was, I was raised in Mexico until I was 15. Uh, you know, I was, uh, when I was little, I was, you know, I was always a troublemaker, you know, was, I was a bad guy in my, in my classroom. I was, you know, always getting in trouble all the time. Um, but I was, you know, don't get me wrong, like, I was smart, you know, uh, I, I used to like to participate. Uh, I was part of, you know, folklorico dances and stuff like that um, when I was in Mexico, even still here in America. But, you know, that's kind of my story. Uh, I was I was born in Mexico. I was born in Mexico, too. And when I was about 15, um, uh, well, I got my green card since I was like 10, but uh, until I was like 15 was when my parents decided to uh, send me to uh, to the United States. Okay. So they talked to my they talked to my aunt about it and uh, she decided to, you know, accept me at her house. Uh, and that's how I started I started high school. Um, you know, I started at Grand High School uh, as a freshman. It was, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was kinda hard because, you know, like of English, you don't you know it's it's a whole different environment than you know than the environment that you yeah in Mexico. Yeah. When, when you, um, cause I remember, I remember you in high school, obviously, you know, just yeah. people who was listening and I used to coach at Grant high school. So I know his family, I know a lot of his, a lot of his cousins and stuff, but when you came, okay, before you start that, let's start in Mexico. You know, did you, were you kind of scared or were you excited to come here? Like what was like, was they, they told you, Hey, Paquito, we're going to go to, uh, you know, California. What did you think about that? It was like, uh, it was like a mix of feelings. Because, you know, I was excited, uh, to be honest, I was really excited, you know, to, to be in America, to learn, you know, English, to, uh, to get a better education, let's, you know, 
because that's how you know they paint America as a as a better country, as a better place, right? As a, you know, uh, a country with a better education, uh, better people, and stuff like that. So I was uh, I was excited, but at the same time I was scared, you know, because it was a, a whole new environment. Yeah. I was raised in a in a little farm, and you know I used to have animals and stuff like that. Yeah. And you meet someone that it's you know always with animals and like you know outdoors, with the, the ranch, yeah. the environment. So like a whole new environment it, you know it, it's scary because you also like you don't know what to expect you know and you know in a whole different school <clears throat> so but, that was yeah so i mean and the reason i asked is because i always ask my dad that right my dad came when he was nine years old and uh-huh. i always ask him my dad were you you know he came in the 60s right and i'm like hey were you were you scared he goes i didn't even know i was nine you know so when you're nine is a lot different but you're 15 you know 14 15 so you already know what's going on you know like okay I have cousins that are over there that maybe they come to Mexico and they visit you. Like, you know people, at least you're going to come to somewhere where family's around you, right? And so kind of explain, man, like you said, did you learn English 100% here or did you know anything before you came? Uh, I didn't know anything. Uh, I actually, uh, one day, uh, you know, <laughs> I already told you guys I was, I was a troublemaker. Uh, one day I told my mom, uh, it was kind of like, it was like a recruiter that went to like the school that we had on the, on the little village I used to live in uh but they had like their school on the on the like on the city on like la piedra you know on the right the big, the big city. city yeah 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 so they went and like they were talking to us about like this you know nice school that they had and you know the city uh it was like a computer in english school and then i told my mom hey you know like uh somebody else from the from my class is going to that to that school you know uh get me a role into that school you know i want to learn english i want to learn you know computer stuff and you know she uh, she didn't want to because she already know me how I was. So I made a whole drama. I talked to my dad because my dad was like, you know, going back and forth because he was he was here in the in the U.S. He was always, uh, you know, working here. So I talked to my dad on the phone and I was like, hey, dad, you know, if you don't get me in that school, you know, I'm not getting into drugs and alcohol and stuff like that, you know. Make, <laughs> <laughs> so you black know, okay. I'm making a whole drama. Um, right. And the only thing that I uh, that I, you know, that I wanted to go to that school for it was because you know I wanted to like you know just go to that school, and then just go somewhere else after you know after school to like you know the little uh, the little placitas and stuff like that you know yeah. you know the the you know the to like two places you know in the on the big city because you know I was like my family know how I was so like they always like kept the eye on me and they didn't let me go out like you know that much <laughs> so they were like oh you know like you have to stay here you know like we know how you are and stuff like that and yeah that was that was the only reason i never pay attention to school uh i attended school a couple times and you had to pay like it was i think it was like at that time you had to pay for weekly okay and it was only two classes per week weekly it was like two thousand pesos which is like uh, 80 bucks 80 bucks right. here but in mexico it's a lot of money yeah you know you know when you live in mexico and like you don't have you know like a good job and stuff like that uh yeah, yeah you don't you so know, how like, far was your your rancho from from the big city uh it was 30 like 35 minutes 30 minutes 30 yeah minutes. and so it was kind of common right like people had to go to like a bigger city to go to like a let's say quote unquote better school right with more stuff in it you know more more opportunities or you know yeah. right yeah yeah definitely uh it was it was like yeah more people you know a lot of people decided to go to like, for example, junior high to go to the city instead of the, the one that we had on the on the right. ranch, you know, because, you know, they have better programs. They had, you know, English classes, computer, stuff like that. Uh, I never had the opportunity to do that, but I, you know, 
they sent me to like a private school. It was like a private school on right. Saturdays and Sundays, the one that I was talking about. Uh, the only reason they decided not to do that because they know how it was, you know, like I was, right. I was like, you know, a troublemaker. Yeah, you were looking for something to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> they decided to like keep me, you know, local. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, a lot of people. I had a lot of friends that you know their parents took them to the to like the big city, and you know. But for some people, you know, when you don't have the resources, when you don't have a lot of money, you don't have you know you don't have no choice. You gotta stay there. You know, at the you know at the school that you know the the, the local school. Yeah. The local villages, you know, provides. Uh, but that's kind of like you know how it was. So I didn't know how to speak English. Um, I didn't know. Oh, man. Stuff. I mean, that's and and I, anyone who's listening, right? Like, could we say Rancho Village? We, anyone who's listening right now needs to understand. Right? When we say Rancho Village in Mexico, it's because we have a lot of towns that are not developed, right? They don't have like a, you know, like mom. My mom would say it's Rancho if it doesn't have a bank, right? If there's no bank or there's nothing like you know a real big business, then that's Rancho, right? It's like people live in these little small communities where everyone knows each other. Right, like you said, there's a little small school. Everyone goes there, and, and people have to leave to get opportunity. Right, to go to the big city where there's actually, you know, companies and, and actually work. You know what I mean? So, yep. it's it's kind of crazy that you know Mexico's so close, right next door, and, and so really underdeveloped. You know, in a lot of small towns, it looks just, you know it looks the same since when I was going 30 years ago when I was going to Jalisco, Michoacan, right where my family's from as well. It, it doesn't look like anybody they haven't progressed in the small towns. You know, like. So, I mean, obviously you came from there and then you go to Sacramento. So obviously, you know, I think Sacramento is not that big as terms of like LA, right? San Francisco, but it definitely was probably a culture shock, right? When you got here and you're like, whoa, you know what I mean? I can't just walk to go get my groceries, right? At a esquina, right? To the corner store. I can't just walk to go get a bag of chips. You know, you got to get in the car, you know, you got to get a ride somewhere. Like everything's so spread out, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and well, at least, you know, you you're talking about banks and stuff like that. We only, you know, we only had like two store, little stores, you know, the, right. the little, you know, stores that we yeah, had. Yeah, the Benita, right? The little, we little had, market. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We only had like two of those. And then we didn't even have Wi-Fi until like five years ago. <laughs> so after I came to the U.S., like two months after, like three months after, it's when, you know, they install, finally install internet on, you know, in the yeah, little the country because, you yeah. know, we didn't even have access to those resources. You know, right. that's how bad it is. Right. So how do you, yeah. So then we like talk about right now with distance learning, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people are like, well, this is so tough. This is so tough. I'm like, yeah, I understand that it's tough, but other places in the world, like Mexico, Guatemala, other places that could just come up to mind, you know, other places around the world, it's really hard for them to do school at home. You know what I mean? Like here, at least, you know, there's, you're being provided with a Chromebook, you know, you're getting some kind of internet to go home with some students are getting help. And so it's like, at least there's some resources here to kind of help everyone. But in other countries, I just don't see like that's possible. You know what I mean? This is learning means like, you're not going to do anything. You know, it's, it's going to be hard, right? Yeah, definitely. Like my brother, I have a little brother. He's, uh, he used to be 11, like a couple of days ago. And then he was brought here like three years ago. And he's, you know, he's always complaining about school and about stuff because he's getting like the American culture. He's, you know, he kind of like was raised like in between here and then. And, and, right in mexico but more here he's so he's getting like you know what students complain about here and right, I told that, him that, attitude hey, yeah attitude yeah yeah i told him that hey you know what like when i was your age when i had homework to do i used to go to the library to like the little library that we had at school because it was just like a little shelf that we had in there and you had to find information within you know i don't know 30 books or 35 books right you know, within hours because you know you had to do the homework for next day because in mexico it's like you have one teacher for 
you know, for the whole day. Oh, that's, okay. You know, that's how it works. When you are in um, secundaria, which is like uh, junior high, junior yeah. high, junior high. So you only have one teacher. That's how it works. And you only have, you know, one teacher for like the whole day and every day. He's going to teach you history. He's going to teach you Spanish, math, you know, whatever subject that, you know, he'll be teaching you or she will be teaching you. Right. And that's how it works, you know. Uh, you tell them, hey, you know, prophet, hey, I don't have, you know, internet access. Well, you have to drive like 20 minutes away from where you live to get internet access. Right. Or you have the option to go to like the little show and find some books that, that will give you, you know, uh, some info to, to do the homework. That's how it works. You know, that's right. how it works. Right. Well, that's good that you, I mean, that's good that you can give that your little brother that because obviously you, you live both worlds. So it's not like you're telling them something you didn't live, you know, so you're like, hey, you can complain all you want, but it's still worse somewhere else, right? It's still better here in certain things, you know what I mean? So we can complain like, oh, school sucks and it's hard. And I hear a lot of kids saying that. And it's like, you don't understand, man. Like, we're giving you school. Like, people are giving you school and it's free. You know, like, here is this knowledge that we want to give you. And, and not just, like, to learn math and English, right, and, and history. It's to learn, like, life skills, you know what I mean? To learn, like, we have due dates and things are due and, and, and I got to do this work by this day and I got to work hard on this, you know, and that's a life skill that you're going to use anything you do. It doesn't matter if you go to college or not. You know what I mean? I think that's good that you can tell your little brother that, man. That's, that's, that's good you're doing that as a big brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but tell me, man. So, okay, you go to school, right? You're going to Grant High School. Shout out to them again. Um, how, I mean, obviously, I think at Grant High School, you probably were able to fit in, right? Because there's a lot of students there that, that speak Spanish and are able to talk to you, right? You have family as well that went to school with you. but um when did you start like you decided you know what like i need to start learning english and practicing a lot because honestly you're obviously very bilingual right we, we understand what you're saying so you're doing really good man so so good stuff on that like how many years do you think it took you to kind of start being comfortable to speak more english um i just i'm just gonna add a little a little bit to uh what were you saying about the first school before i actually get into that yeah uh, one thing that uh, we also struggle a lot in mexico is you know school here is free for example like high school is free in mexico high school is not free and one thing that i you know the schools here like or the government does well here in america they'll provide a lunch for you since mm. kindergarten to high school in mexico that's not the case you have to bring your own lunch and if you don't have anything to do you're not gonna eat anything right and i you know i've been listening to you know uh, a lot of people or i have listened before or you know maybe me sometimes you know we complain about what they give us on the right. school cafeteria right but in mexico you know you would have you know um bad for that food you know because you know you there there's no money over there you know they'll give you like 10 pesos which is like i don't know like 40 cents over here right and you you know if you are able to buy something that will you know fit your stomach with that money well if not you know it's you know yeah that's, I mean, I'm glad you brought that because obviously technology, not just a thing, but like you said, that the resources they give you, like, you know, like you said, I already heard about that school one, you know, I didn't go to school in Mexico, you know, I was raised here, but I know that the school food, like people are like, oh, this food sucks. Like, hey man, like you, you get food, right? Like you're getting food to eat when other places where, you know, people are starving or people aren't given opportunities to eat, you know? So like you said, at least here in school, from kindergarten to high school, you know, they want you to be fed, which I think is, an, is, a, is a human right. You know, everyone should have the right to food. You know what I mean? Like, this is nothing like that people shouldn't be allowed to eat. You know what I mean? So it's good that you say that, you know, because people need to hear that. I mean, so what did you do? Did you pack lunch in Mexico or, or was someone? Yeah, uh, my mom just to uh, take me lunch during, uh, during lunchtime, during research. And sometimes, you know, teachers in Mexico, like, <laughs> you know, 
they, they don't, you know, they, they don't, they don't care about what you think you or how they make you feel. Sometimes they, uh, you know, if you lose your, your, your racist privileges, right. you know, you're not going to eat. And that's how it works sometimes, oh. you know, because there's not a, like a law that will, you know, protect students, right. you know, like you don't have racist today, you're not going to eat. So you're uh, going to have to wait until school's over. I mean, so they're strict, right? I mean, they, yeah, they want, they want you to behave. They want you to get stuff done. That's, that's, that's crazy. It's, it's a lot different, you know, everywhere, everywhere it does has their own style of doing it. So kind of tell me, man, when, about the, uh, you know, learning English, when did you feel comfortable that like you were like, you know, uh, you're finally well, starting yeah, to, able to communicate? Uh, that's uh that's you know that's that's the thing like when i started high school because i it's what you know when i when i started going to school i started going to high school and you know i had a lot of like hispanic people you know a lot of hispanic friends and stuff like that it was like our own community but the thing is that you know even though like i had more knowledge to take like more advanced like uh advanced classes than right. the one i was taking i was not able to because I don't like the system here. You know, that's one thing that I don't like the system here in the U.S. That, you know, oh yeah, you don't know English. You're stupid. You're gonna be taking, you know, uh, English learners classes, you know, low right. math classes, right. low, uh, you know, English classes. I right. mean, I get it for the English classes. You know, it's how, you know, it's how you're gonna start learning English. Right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But in terms of like math and like history and stuff like that, they like, they put kind of like a tag on you that you, yeah. you know, you're like an uh, English yeah. learner. Yeah. And then you're going to be, you know, isolated from everybody else, from the rest. And and you're not the first person to say that, you know, because, um, you know, I know how, how difficult it might be for an EL student. Like you said, they, they go, okay, you're an EL student. Now you got to take all the remedial. They call it remedial here, right? Like the lower classes. Yeah. But it's like, that's not right. Because a student, like you said, that was coming from Mexico or India or the Philippines, anywhere, their their science or their math is probably more advanced when they get here in high school, right? I'm just assuming, because the reason I, the only reason I know that is I remember going to Mexico a lot, right? Uh, Michoacan, and, and I would go there and I would go to the Ciber, you know, to go check out the internet, go get on my, go get on my MySpace or my Facebook, whatever it was, just to get in contact with my people here. And I would see kids doing their homework and they were younger than me. And I was like, what are they doing? You know, the science they were doing was like chemistry, physics. And they were like, I think they were like in eighth grade or something. I was like, okay, I don't do that here. You know what I mean? We don't do that yet, you know? so. I know that some students come here more advanced and that's gotta be hard, right? That to tell you, Hey, Paco, you know, I know you know this math stuff, but go take the easy math class, you know, cause we need you to learn English. But I think uh, the reason for that is because, you know, for example, in Mexico, uh, let's say that you go to school, let's say that you go to uh, medicine school, you become right. a doctor. There's okay. many doctors that are not working on their field that, you know, that they study, they are working as uh, Uber drivers, they are working uh, as a pharmacist mm -hmm. and they're not, you know, they're not getting enough pay to pay bills or to get a nice house. Here in America, if you go to uh, medicine school, you're going to get a, a job right away with good benefits, you know, good payment. Yeah. And in other places like, you know, uh, Latin America uh, countries or, you know, India, even Russia sometimes, they don't pay their people what they deserve. So that's why there's like more pressure in other places than here in America. Right. Here in America, you know, even if you have a, uh, a high school diploma, you can you can still get a good job. Right. You know. Right. Uh, and yeah. with a college degree, it's you know it's gonna set you apart for with you know from everybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Were you the first one in your family to go to college? Yeah, I'm actually the first one in my family to go to college, and the first one um, 
of my cousins to go to college to like, you know, like close cousins from my dad's side and my mother's side as well. So I'm the first one and you kind of have the pressure and you, you know, when, when yeah. you come to the U.S. because, you know, there's always like, there's always people that is going to hate on you no matter why, you know, no matter if it's your family, no matter if it's, you know, close friends, yeah. uh, close people to you, you know, it's, it's sad, but it's a reality. There's going to be people that, you know, will say, oh yeah, you know, he's going to fail. He's going to go to the U.S. There's more drugs over there. There's more gangs. <laughs> There's a style like that. He's gonna fail, or she's gonna fail, or they gonna fail. Whatever you know. Right. So you have a target on your back. Right. I think. You have uh, like this, yeah, you have this pressure. Like, you know, you came here, and, and we call it the American dream, right? And so you need to, you know, pursue that, right? Like you came here for a reason. It's like I can't just come here just to come here, right? Because everybody just comes here. We need to do something else, right? So you know, superarte. You know what I mean? Like go to the next level, man. So you know, I'll give you props for doing that, man. Like I know it's tough and. I know right now you're going to ARC. Kind of tell me, man, what are you doing at ARC, man? Like, what are you studying? Uh, what I'm doing in ARC, uh, well, first I was, uh, um, I thought I was going to be like, uh, I, I was, you know, I was I was not like 100% sure what I wanted right. to do. So I, when I was talking to the counselor there, uh, I wanted to do like funeral service. Because, you know, I like to like, you know, talk to people. I like to like, I feel like I have a lot of empathy myself and you know i'm like a good listener um uh, you know i'm just i'm just good at that so so i thought about it i said well let's go for that but i noticed that and i realized that uh that program is really limited so there's only one school here and there's only one like uh, there's another one in like corona california that okay. you know offered like you know kind of uh, a, pro, uh, a program like that okay so uh it's like really it's really hard to get into it because, you know, even people from other places like Fresno, like San Francisco, come to ARC because it's free. And, uh, and it's, a, it's in a community college. And it's, like I said, there's not a lot of schools about that. So I don't like online format. And the only classes <laughs> that were available at that time, right. they were online. So I was like, well, you know, I had, a, I, had a second, I had a second option. And that second option was welding. Uh, my plan was to get a certificate, you know, go to to the union work in the union you know right. and, and just, well just get a job, you know right yeah. away after like six months right um i started the uh i started the welding program i talked to a counselor and um she only put the classes for the certificate so um i got certified i got a my certifications for nice. my my first semester my first right. semester here but then i started thinking about you know there's a lot of welders i mean there's there's a lot of people that is just getting a certificate you know right so I started thinking about it, and I said, "Well, let's go for for the uh, for the associates." Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started taking more like you know more classes like uh, math classes and English classes, and you yeah. know all the general ed. Yeah, your GE, huh? And uh, so there was a friend that uh, um, that I met at uh, 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 this uh, uh, this organization or program support program that I. Uh, that I belong to an ARC, which is called Trio. Uh, some of you guys know. Uh, some of you guys know the program. Some some of you guys don't. Uh, it's a really good program for you know low-income students, uh, students with special needs, uh, first generation. So I got into that program, and there is like different, uh, you know, like there is different branches of that program. There is you know Trio ETA. There is Trio Journey. There is uh, Trio for uh, STEM students. So I belong to the Journey to the Journey team, but this guy uh belongs to the uh to the journey stem to the to the trio stem right and then uh he was telling me about the, this program that used to exist you know about like 40 years ago and uh in ARC that is called ship 
which stands for Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. Okay. It's kind of like a club, but it's also like an organization. It's like a national organization, which you know, it's it's in every you know it's in every school. It's almost in every school uh, of the United States, and like on every uh, university level. Okay. So there's yeah there's uh, there's clubs on uh, New York, Texas. You know, you know like a lot of schools have their own chapter. Right. But it's not you know there's not a lot of community colleges chapters out there oh okay. so let's, yeah let's put it that way so he uh he talked to me a little bit about it and you know i told him hey you know i'm just i'm just going for the uh for the uh, associate degree uh, right. but i'm you know I'm a, I'm a certified welder and you know but i also love you know stem and 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 i went to like you know go farther than this so i was talking to to the counselor about it too and uh, she also um inspired me to like you know do better than that so i'm, I'm actually uh, i'm actually transferring to sac state next semester let's go fingers yeah. up baby let's go okay yeah. to do a bachelor's in technical science because you know there's there's uh there's a couple welding classes like around uh, the u.s but like i don't like i don't have let's say that i don't have the money right now to get into like welding engineering right but i'll, I'll be you know getting into the career eventually uh you know i don't that's that's one of my plans but then this guy you know started talking to me and then we create this 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 organization you know uh we've been recording people that had some you know stand measures you know mm -hmm. i want to be doctors but also that people that is you know hispanic that are going through the same issues as you know we have right and also uh people that you know don't have a lot of support at home because that's one you know that's one thing that as hispanic uh Students, we don't have so many times. You know, right. I don't. I don't want to say that that's always the case. But in my case, I have support from my mom, but not from my dad. And even though, like, if you have the support sometimes, let's say from your mom, they will not be able to help you financially because you know we don't have the resources sometimes. Right. So you have that pressure on you that your dad is asking you every time. Hey, you know, how long is that going to take you? Mijo, to mejor un trabajo, mijo. De trabajo. Yeah. Let's let's find a job. You know, I got a job. I got a better job for you in the construction. Right. Yeah, but that's that's so short. That that's the problem, right? Because I, and I dealt with that when I was at Grant. You know, working was that. Um, you know, you tell students, "Hey, man, you can go to college and you could be a great soccer player, or you could be whatever you want to do in college, right?" And then their parents right away be like, "Oh, no, 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 he's not gonna go to college." You know, like, no, you know what I mean. The second he's done with the school thing, you know. I'm going to take him to the union with me or he's going to go work with me, you know? And that's, that's, I, I get it. You know, I get where they're coming from, you know, cause they're thinking I have three sons, four sons, you know, how am I going to support all of them in college? I get that. But that's a short minded goal. You know, it should be uh, a long-term goal where it's like, yeah, I know school's going to be hard and college is going to take four or five, six years. But the second he's done right Paco, now you can help your family in a bigger way than you could if you just work for the union. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then that that's actually that was that's that was the case with my older brother. I don't know if you uh I don't know if you had uh, the opportunity to meet him. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, no. So he's yeah, he's he, he wanted to go to college too, but then so since he was the uh, the older brother, you know, you got a word, you gotta help us out. Yeah, yeah that's the pressure. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to break the cycle. I wanted yeah. to break the cycle, you know. Yeah. The, the day that I graduated from, from high school, the day that I got my diploma, I told them right away, hey, you know, like, it's better. I, don't, I know that it's going to be better better for you, for you guys, if I just go, like, directly to the workforce, to, like, the union or something like that. Right. This is my destiny, you know. 
I had to build up my destiny. Yeah. And I also had to leave a legacy for my little brother, for yeah. my little cousins, for That's the people. Dope. You yeah. know, because, you know, you're always going to have haters. And you're always going to have people that is going to talk, you know, crap about you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a good thing to, like, you know, to to uh, to close your mouth is, you know, by your actions. You know, yeah. not to... No, you know, not not to argue back and forth with them, but with your actions, you know, because that's you know what they they hate to 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 see you grow, to see you be successful. That's yeah. what they hate, you know. So I decided to like do you know to do that to in order to like complete all my dreams that I had, you know, to to show people to show the world that I was different because maybe people I like, put the tag on me that I was a bad kid because I was like I said I was not the best kid when I was in Mexico. But then, you know, you start thinking about it and then you start realizing things and you're like, no, you know, I got to change my destiny. I got to change who I am in order to to get to the place where I want to be at, you know, to yeah. the place where, you know, I can help my family easier. Yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that. Then I saw I saw that you were uh, you talking about you're being a future you, on Instagram, right? You want to be a future instructor or educator. You know, what, what, what are you going to do with that? Man? Uh, uh, well, the story behind that, it's, it's a little... Uh, it's a little deep, and I was just talking to someone. Uh, I was just talking to someone like a couple weeks ago, and uh, she asked me something about it too, about why I want to be like an instructor and where I want to be an instructor in prison. Uh, I've been, I, you know, I've been, I've been reading a lot about, you know, the prisons, and I've been reading a lot about, you know, uh, why there's a lot of Hispanic people in prison and right. stuff like that. The reason I wanted to be, I want to be like an instructor in prison is one day I was talking to my dad uh, about stuff and then he told me a story that one day he was, um, he was in jail. He was in jail for almost like four months. Okay. And then he didn't have access to like a lawyer or, you know, anything like that. Uh-huh. And he was in jail for something that he didn't do. It was something kind of strong, but you know, he was innocent. So after like four months, he was he was free he was out of jail but he had that trauma on him right and he used to tell me about you know the bad people that is in prison the people that has helped him out that there's people that it's innocent like him and they just don't have the resources the money to get right. a lawyer yeah. to help him out you know with their case and i think we are the you know because i've been reading you know i've been reading a lot about Folsom prison it does that's my you know that's my dream job to to work on that prison uh, so, hey, so you're not gonna hear, I, I don't hear that very often man so that's strong man i'm glad i mean that this is crazy because you <laughs> this is deep man and i know you saw the documentary right the tigres del norte right you probably mm-hmm. saw the documentary they were full in Folsom state i, I, I watched it and then okay. I, and I cried when i'm I was, not gonna lie and I'm, you know i don't care who <laughs> listens to this but I, you know i started crying at the end right when they were when they were talking and my wife she always cries in movies but i, I started crying because um I started realizing that some people, like you said, are innocent, but it wasn't even just that, man. It was the fact that some people go to prison because the way the system and the way their life has been set up for them, you know, like it's not their fault. Like, you know, if they're raised into this family that is, is not supporting them and, and they're in a situation that they can't get out of it, you know, they go down this path and they make one mistake and then now they're in prison forever, you know, and it's like we can't, it's hard to judge everybody differently, but you know, Man, that's a strong statement. You say that your your dream job is that you want to work in Folsom State Prison, and it's obviously not to be a prison guard, right? You, you want to be there and do something positive. So tell me, what do you what do you want to do in prison? I, you want to I feel like I feel like uh, you know, 
I am religious and I believe in something, but I don't want to like, get in like uh, into like controversy or anything like that because this right. is not about you know religion or anything like that. No, that's okay. I feel like you know that's my opinion on this, and no one's gonna change it. At the end of the day, I think like God is only one, and the best religion is to be a good citizen, a good right. person. You know. I agree. And I feel like my you know my plan with God and the society. It's, you know, I'm always being a mentor because, you know, I've been getting a lot of mentors throughout my life. Maybe you were one of those mentors too, you know, when I used to talk, <laughs> when I used to, talk to you during the soccer practices and stuff like that. We used to joke and, 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 and stuff like that. And go. I had that on me, you know, everything that has given to me, I had, I had to give it back. But yeah, I'm not yeah. going to give it back to Harvard, to like uh, Stanford University, okay. to like the rich people that live in, you know, Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm gonna give it back to the people that needs it, to the people that it's on the on the in the bad state in the in the bad stage of their life, you know, right. the people that really needs the support and yeah. the love that you know you have to give back to people. That's why I decided to go there, and I don't tell this to many people because when I tell to people, when I when I talk to people and I told them my you know what my plans are, they're like, bro, like, are you serious? Like, you want to go to prison? Hmm. You're gonna be working with a raper or you know with a criminal right. or something right. like that. I don't care who they are. I'm not scared of them, to be honest. I'm right. not scared of anything. And and I just want to wear that because, you know, I feel like if we want to mentor people and if we want to be, you know, good mentors, we have to start with, you know, the people that it's, you know, the, yeah. the worst, the worst yeah. that, that people, you know, the we got to start with the people that it's, you know, in jail, the people that, you know, doesn't have like a little resources, like, you know, some schools in the Paso Heights, for example, and then you know the, the poor communities we gotta start there you know yeah man. that's where they need us and that's where we need the support yeah I'm, and man so what do you what do you want to do there i mean are you trying to um i have a skills or? Well, this guy was kind of like my inspiration to do that uh, i want to be an instructor i want to be a welding instructor there because they okay. they have like a really good welding program mm -hmm. and i had last semester i had a, a welding instructor that i was also teaching a wholesome person and he's like, whoa, he loves his job. You know, he's, because, he, you know, you're going to be impacting people in a certain way that when they, you know, when they get out of prison, um, they're going to have something, you know, to, to, yeah, to yeah, like, to, to yeah. get back to the, to the, to the, uh, to get back to the society, like, a, yeah. already, you know, like a career or something like that. Right. And I feel like when you're an instructor, when you're teaching something, you are also like giving hope and giving uh, love to people. So I, that's what I want to be, you know, for them. I want to be like a, like a, like a support for them, like yeah. someone that will be with them, you know, throughout their, their stage or, you know, throughout the years, you know, for, you know, however, uh, for the yeah, time, I, you know, that I will be working with them. Oh man, that's, I didn't even know about that. This is new to me, man, this is dope, man. You just got, you got a whole other level of respect for me, you know, um, just because it takes a lot for you to say, you know, you're doing something that's very unselfish, you know, like a lot of people, um, you know, we're very materialistic in this world, right? Like we want to make this good job and get this good job to, to buy a new house, to buy new cars. And your first goal is like, no, 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 I want to get this job and I want to help people, man. And that takes a lot, man. That's, that takes a lot because um, you're obviously seeing a need and you want to fill that, man. And I give you 100% props for that, man. That's, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, obviously, um, go ahead. You know, I've been getting, because, you know, I like to go out. I like to, to you know, go to the, to the, 
bull riding events, the Mexican events, yeah. jaripeos, bailes, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you can have a good time. Yeah, you can still have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of people coming to me, I'm not going to lie, uh, telling me, hey, bro, do you like to work on this? Uh, there was a guy uh, not too long ago that um, I don't know who told the guy about me or the things that I do. He said, look, bro, like I can, you know, make like a like a welding uh, shop in, in Tijuana. We're right. just going to be, you know, doing our thing. You're just going to be, you know, uh, you know, working there as a, as a you know, as a, as a welder. Right. And then we're going to pay you more than and all, everything that you make is going to be for you. But I don't, I don't, you know. We, I know that, you know, money is really important and that's, you know, that's why we get a job and stuff like that. But that for me, you know, I think my plan with the society and like I said, my plan with, with God is to help, to help them out. You know, you can get money easier and, you know, doing a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff more, you know, and there is, that's something that we are really vulnerable when we come to America. Now there's people that will look at you. And then and they see that you need money, that you need money right away, that you, you know, want cars, that you want, you know, nice clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's the case for like younger generations. They'll tell you, hey, you know, come work with me. Let's do this. Let's do that. One, one thing that I also did uh, right when I graduated from high school, uh, because I have the pressure on me that, hey, you know, get a, get a technical career or, you know, get a job that will give you money right away. Right. I interviewed for, a, for a, an electricity company called Wika. Right. And it's located on uh, Rancho, Rancho Cordoba. So I went and I had an interview with them. And I was already accepted to work uh, with the union as an apprentice. Mm -hmm. They were going to pay me like $21.99 uh, per hour. And it's, and it's good money for right. someone that just graduated from high school. You know, that's, that's good money. But I feel like that, that was not the place for me. You know, that was not the place for the right place for, for me to, to work at. So I got accepted. They did the, you know, the drug test. Right. The blood test, everything, uh, and I got accepted. But I felt like you know that was that was my path, you know, to to get a better career. I'm not saying that that's a bad career. That you know you no, cannot no, no. make that money. You have a bigger but, plan, man. You got a bigger plan than that. Like those, yeah. I know that twenty dollars. Like when I was a kid, if someone said they made twenty an hour, that was big, right? Because the money has changed, right? But yeah, I think it's like you know, I think uh, it takes a lot from you to say, like, especially at a young age. How old are you right now, man? How old are you? Twenty. I'm twenty. Twenty. For a twenty year old, like you know what, like I don't want to make more than twenty an hour. It's like it's it's a lot because you have a bigger plan, right? You have a bigger vision. You're like you know what, like let's say I, let's say you take that job, and a lot of a lot of young people do that, right? They take that job because it makes good money, but then they get stuck there because the first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna buy a new phone, right? And they're gonna get a higher you know phone plan, so now they'll have a bill, right? And then they're gonna go ahead and try to buy a new car. Right. And then they're going to go and, and try to move out because they make money and they don't want to live at home and live with their parents. And so the next thing you know, they have all these bills and these uh, debt that they built. And so now they have to stay at that job. And maybe that's not the job they wanted to be at. Right. So it becomes a cycle. And I think it's kind of like a it's almost like a temptation. Right. Like, hey, come get this money. Right. It's 20 bucks an hour, 25 an hour, 30 an hour. And it's like, but that's just for an hour. You know, that. that, that Money goes, man. Money comes and goes. I think you have to have a purpose, and I think you found it, man. That's good. You're that what you're doing, man. So, when are you you're gonna finish up this semester, or are you going to Sac State next? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this semester, and uh, and uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna transfer uh, next next semester to Sac State. Okay. And I already have a job, you know. Like I I'm aware that you know I'm not gonna start you know high right away. Right. No. It's like everything. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to start from from the bottom yeah. to get to you know the place that you were to that you want to to get to, but Eventually, my plans, like after two years, you can become a welding uh, inspector. 
and that's one of the first goals that you know that I have in mind after graduating after two years of being on the on the on the industry you can become a welding instructor I mean uh inspector and you know that that's one of my dreams so you know uh my plan eventually you know that's how I see myself in like probably 10 years working on the prison and also having either like a job like a like an inspector because you know most of the people that work at the prison as an instructor they also work as an inspectors okay you know uh as a side job for 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 any company right or have my own business have my own welding business where you know i can you know make the my own you know my own gates and stuff like that doors or you know things like that but we'll see you know we'll see how how i develop myself that's how i see myself in 10 years that's good man you got a 10-year plan like tell me about i know you're talking about welding because i started seeing you you started posting all these different Mm -hmm. sculptures right i call them sculptures artwork you know you're very artistic you're being very creative you're you're making all these designs with horseshoes. Like, tell me, man, how'd you get into that? Like, what are you doing? Man? Uh, well, um, so I, one of the classes, well, there is, there is a difference between fabrication and welding. Uh, welding, you just, you know, welders, what usually do when they are the industry, they're just, you know, weld the stuff. And that's all they do. You know, they just. Yeah, they make it stick to each other. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just weld it. And it's already together. Right. There are some people that, you know, come before them. They'll talk it and it's already together. They're just gonna weld it and leave. Okay. That's how they, you know, they do it. Uh, for me, no, you know, I like to, you know, I like art. I like handsome stuff. Yeah. And I like fabrication. So that's I took a fabrication class, and then I started like building uh, uh, a lot of stuff. We actually built like a like a go kart. That um, so me and another friend that that was doing the mechanic uh, program IRC, mm-hmm. we built it from you know scratch to right. like a whole go kart. So I started like thinking one day, you know, like I kind of need money, but you know, uh, it was, you know, we were in quarantine and it was like, you yeah. know, it was yeah. really high, you know, so, and, and one thing that I, you know, that I do, I always give my savings account to, you know, I, I don't touch them, you know, I don't, I don't touch them because, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And yeah. so I just keep that, you know, that thing, uh, intact. So I, I was just thinking about it. Um, you know, like I have a welder, I have a couple, you know, um, I have a couple uh, horseshoes. I mean, I can buy more. So I just started. I just started posting stuff, like stuff that I, you know, made in the past, or stuff that you know just just came to my mind. And I was looking at finances, and yeah, I actually made good money. <laughs> um, I was surprised that I had like twenty two orders for for Father's Day. It was no man, that was dope. You were killing it, man. I mean, are you still gonna be doing that? You still doing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm still. I'm still doing that. Uh, the only reason that I I actually had like a couple jobs that I need to get done, but. The only reason that I uh, that I stopped doing it is because you know I had a lot of pressure. You know when when all this happened, you know online environment and 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 having the pressure on you and my dad for you know asking me, hey, you know like you should come and work. Like you're not you're not in, in school. Doing, you know? Yeah, you're not going to school. Yeah. So I gotta like I started working for for a guy that has like a welding shop and and I was learning a lot. I was like learning new stuff and stuff like that. And after like two weeks of working with that guy. Um, I don't know. I just, I just started feeling bad. I just started feeling like, you know, like nauseous and like, I didn't have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like a weird feeling. So one day when I was on my way to work, uh, I just had that feeling, you know, I, I had a, like a, like a nauseous feeling and I just started feeling dizzy and like really sweaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I, I almost passed out. Um, so when I was on the way to the hospital, I actually passed out for a little bit. And I didn't know what it was. I thought I was going to like a heart attack or something. 
So I got to the hospital. I was there for almost like 10 hours. And they said it was like a, like a cry, like a anxiety crisis. And I was going to like a, to like a panic attack. Yeah, I never had that before, but you know, and, but I'm a human, you know, I'm a human. I make mistakes, you know, I also feel, and that's, you know, that's what, uh, that's what I got. And, and I'm still like, I'm still going through it right now, you know, but it's, it's not, it's not easy. And, you know, I had to stop working for a little bit um, because like, I don't know. I like, it's, it's really hard to like concentrate when I do something, I like to do it like a hundred percent well, yeah, or I just don't do it. So I, I just stopped working for a little bit. I'm still working for, for ARC, like, you know, remotely and I've been doing like other jobs, but I think I'll be ready to like start working for next week, but I'm still doing it. You know, I'm still doing it. Um, I think it's, uh, for me, it's kind of like a distressor and it gives me money and it gives me more practice. You know, um, what you're doing is great. I think, I mean, like, I'm going to share all your stuff on my Instagram. So I'll make sure to yeah. share your personal stuff and your wellness stuff. I mean, honestly, like, I was like, man, look at this kid, you know, and I call you a kid because, you know, you're, you're yeah. changing. <laughs> I'm like, look at this guy, you know, uh, just being creative. And, and if you know me, man, I love creating things, man. I've been printing shirts forever. I've been making whatever all the time. And so I was like, man, I appreciate when other kids or other people are, are into that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, tell me real quick, you know, do you wish that maybe a grant, you know, in high school that you were given the opportunity to get into welding or, or something else like before that? Because I feel like a lot of students, you know, we want to push them to go to Stanford, like you said, or Harvard, but some students just want to get into a trade and learn something, a skill, you know, do, do you wish you would have learned some of this stuff at, at Grant? Well, uh, at Grant, we don't, we don't have like a welding program, but I think that I would have deserved to, to be, to be part of an academy, you know, cause we have the, uh, the, uh, police academy, which is, uh, yeah, criminal justice. Uh -huh. criminal justice. Uh, we also have ERROTC, which is the army. Right. We have, uh, the CEO academy. Um, we have a, you know, we have a couple academies that, you know, I wasn't able to get into them because I was a newsletter and every time I would talk to the, to the counselor there, even when she was Hispanic and she, uh, she knows Spanish, she never spoke Spanish to, to me or none of my classmates. Mm -hmm. So that was one thing that I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't like a lot about Grant that, you know, we don't have the best counselors. We, we just don't. Uh, so I talked to Rasha. I don't know if you if you met Rasha before. Yeah, I met Rasha. Yeah, yeah. So he was the uh, he was one of the vice principals. I talked to him, and then uh, he moved me to uh, to another counselor. Um, she, I, I'm not gonna say names, but one thing that she told me uh, when when we were talking to her, she she asked me about my goals. She said, "Well, do you want to go to college?" I said, "Yeah, well, that's a plan. You know, my plan at first was to go to." Uh, Sex City College, she said, well, think about it twice or three times because college is not easy, wow. college is expensive, and I don't know if you're going to be able to make it. You should go into, you know, the workforce or look into, you know, union jobs or union schools. They might have, like, something that, that will fit your, your, your needs and, and, and that wow. you can do, you know, well at it. And that's something that, you know, it just, I, I still have it on my mind, you know. Yeah. I don't get mad at her, you know, at the moment. No, but it's with me. Hey, you know, you got to use that as a, you know what I mean? Because I think I never had that experience, but I, right now it's kind of, it hurts my heart to hear that you told me that because um, my mom tells me that she, when she was at Sac State, you know, and she didn't know that much English either. She was, they told her, oh, just take this class again next semester. And it's like, she didn't have the money to go again. You know, like, it's like, I got to take this class now, you know, it's, and, and a lot of times we don't understand as teachers or educators, 
that one little sentence or little conversation could mean a lot to somebody, right? And them saying that to you, that could have stopped you from doing anything. You're like, oh, heck no, I'm just gonna go work, you know? And, and I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I mean, I had a teacher in middle school, a math teacher that told me, you know, to not go into architecture, you know? And I was, I'm gonna be an architect, I'm gonna design stadiums, you know, cause I like soccer, I was gonna design all these things. And she was like, why do you wanna do that? You know, it doesn't make that much money. And, or, or I don't know what the conversation was, but from that day on, I kind of was like, yeah, you're right. I won't do that. And so I think a lot of times teachers don't understand how strong uh, one little conversation can mean to somebody, you know, especially a, a young student that's trying to like figure out their, their future, you know? So I'm glad that you, you know, you use that as, as, you know, like it's just there. It's not going to knock you down. You got to use it as inspiration. Like, you know what, man, that one person didn't believe in me and I'm going to make a difference, you know, cause that person obviously didn't believe in me. So, you know, that's good, man. Just keep going. Don't get me wrong. Like almost, I would say like ninety percent of the staff from 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 Grant, you know, it's you know, it's family. You know, teachers. I mean, you you know, the teachers are uh, teachers. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, and and and, and 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 yeah, and a couple and a couple of uh, a couple of the principals too. You know, they're they're really supportive. Rasha, well, he was you know he was he was amazing. Like he. I made it through high school because of him. Because you know, when I started high school, like I was not like the best student either. Right. But you know, I made it because of him too. So this, you know, this lady told me that, and I just and I just walk away without, you know, saying, you know, see you later, or you know, you know, I don't need you to change my schedule or anything like that. Just right. went away. I talked to Raj after that, and then he was the one that it was changing my schedule and stuff like that. And then that's one thing that she told me. You know, college is hard for you. I mean, it's gonna be hard for you, especially you know, because you're an immigrant and you know, those words, immigrant, you know, those tags that they, they put in your back, it's like, ah, come on, you know, and not only me, and it's not only me, you know, I can, I can have, you know, like a, like a group of minimum 20 students that have been through the same things as I've been when I was in grant or that have experienced the same, you know, the same, uh, um, the same feelings as I have. Why? Because, you know, first of all, you know, they'll, they'll give you like a counselor that, will speak Spanish to you and will support you. She never did Spanish. She, ne she never did a, spoke Spanish to us. Right. Not to me and not to my classmates. And then when we, we, when we move to someone else, they don't, I don't know, like they don't, if you're going to be there is because you're going to love your job, you know, right. otherwise you have to like, you know, go else. away and, 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 and yeah. leave this place open for, for someone that is going to be, you yeah, know, man. love to work with kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Because what I'm saying right now, I, you know, like I said, I can bring you people, more than 20 people, and we'll say the same thing to you. More than 20 people. But even, yeah. but even with all, and even with all that, right, everything, everything you just said, right, like, you didn't um, know the language, you know, uh, you found some staff members that maybe didn't really give you any hope, right, or support. But you know what, even with all that, man, you found someone else that could give you that support. And then you, you fought through it. And then with, even with all that, right, you, you're, you're fighting through all these little fights. Your dad's telling you not to go to school, right? Your dad's putting pressure like, hey, Mijo, you know, just come and work, you know, which is a very common thing in a lot of houses. And, and even with all that, you're not even saying, I want to get a good job to get out and get this, do these things and travel to Miami. No, like you're, you want to give back to people that you know need support because you know how it feels like, man, to, to kind of be like figuring it out, you know, like, hey, uh, here you go, come to the United States. Uh, learn the new language, uh, mingle with kids that look different. Because let's be real, when you go to Mexico, it's not as diverse as it is here. You know, when you go to Mexico, you know, everyone, you know, most of the, you know, most of the time, todos son mexicanos, right? Everybody's, everyone looks the same. Everyone speaks the same, right? But you come here 
and you got Hmong students, right? African-American students, you know, you got Russian students, Ukrainian, a lot of things, right? And so I know it was probably very difficult for you to be like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, so they threw you into this whole new world. And, uh, you know, um, I, I really appreciate like you telling your story, man. I think you're going to inspire somebody, man. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, one thing that I, you know, that I promised to the school, to the people, you know, in the Paso Heights, because I've always been living on, you know, Natomas or, you know, Norgate area. But one thing that I, you know, that I promised to the Paso Heights, you know, that I was going to come back and help them out. And thanks God I already had the opportunity because Rasha, he hired me about a year ago to be a mentor in uh, Castori, okay. the, the elementary school. So right. I was there for almost like uh, a year. And, you know, I had the opportunity to go back to the community right. and help them out. Right. Because like I said, that's where you need to give back what someone has, someone else has given to you, right. you know? Where you and are, then, yeah, where you're from. Yeah. Right. And, and I think having a mentor, it's, you know, it's amazing because sometimes, you know, the teachers, they have, you know, a lot of people to take care of, you know? Yeah. So, and then you might, just a mentor, you might be seeing some stuff that the teachers don't see or the principal or, you know, whatever. And I always had, you know, kids coming to me saying, hey, you know, um, I slept by myself today. My mom, you know, didn't come home. Or my mom brought this guy to the house and I didn't know, yeah, I didn't even know, you know, who he is. I had a kid that it was on depression and anxiety for like three months because someone like her his grandma was 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 sick and then she passed away before christmas and then after christmas christmas he was still like you know sad and stuff like that and i told him hey you know you know what's 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 going on like is, is everything okay he said well my my grandma passed away like three days ago and last night they uh they showed, showed my dad they killed him wow. i didn't sleep the whole night i was sleeping the whole night I was, I was, I was, I didn't sleep the whole night. I was just crying the whole night. You know, I didn't rest anything. Right. And, you know, I haven't needed anything like, you know, the whole day. You know, that's strong, you know. Yeah. Those are things that, you know, even, even though, like, I have been through a lot, that's not even half or not even a quarter of the yeah. things that they have to be through. There's and they, somebody, yeah, there's they always else. yeah, there's always somebody else <laughs> dealing with something, you know, worse than you. So, man. Well, hey, man, keep, keep, uh, you know, keep being positive, keep, you know, spreading that positive vibe. And uh, I'm going to check back with you, man, a little bit. I'm going to check back with you in, in, you know, some weeks or so and see what you're doing, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like I said, uh, that was, that was really strong. And I'm really like thankful with, with God and then Russia that, you know, gave me the opportunity to be part of that, you know, yeah, that mentoring program, uh, the one program that he actually created, which is uh, Hensel Mentors. That's how, how it's called. And he's been doing a lot. Uh, he's actually uh, telling me about this new school that he he's a he's a principal now because he used right. to be the vice principal still in that, right. that elementary school. But he's the principal now. He wants me on my team. He 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 wants me on on the team on on his team. Yeah. So when you know when someone like like him, you know that is a doctor of mathematics and and you know that has experience like that and is requiring you to to be part of a team, you know, it feels, it feels good. You know, it feels good. And it makes you think that you're doing something positive in order to, wow. to be to be called to to those you know um, to those to those jobs to those teams. Yes, and you know, I'm also work. You know, remember that I told you that I was part of Trio. Yeah. I am also a mentor for Trio, so I'm actually working for the program now too. You're just helping everybody, man. That's yeah. all you do, man. You're, 
you, you found your, your gift, right? Your gift is to help others and, and be there for each other, man. So that, man, keep it going, man. Paco, I really appreciate your time, man. I really do. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, never feel like, you know, you're not, you're not worth enough or, you know, you're not, even do you, even if you go to like community college or you taking, you know, a couple classes, right. you'll never feel like, yeah, you know, like I'm not in the right path. You know why? Because when I was, you know, I, I worked on my resume before I actually went to the national conference with, with the SHIP program that, that I was uh, talking to you about. Um, we went last year and, and I worked on my resume, you know, uh, a little bit. I, I, I talked to like a couple uh, ARC uh, staff members and they revised it. And when I was giving it to the, to the companies, to companies like uh, Lincoln Electric with, you know, they, they feel like um, they make the welding machines or right. Yondier or, you know, Honda or companies like that. My resume was really competitive that I was competing with people from Harvard, from people from Michigan, from people from Texas. Right. Even though I was a community college student from ARC, because, yeah. you know, even even here in Sacramento, when, you know, you talk to someone and tell them, hey, I go to ARC, sexy, or, you know, they're, oh, community <laughs> college, lower level. That's not always the case. No, That's not always the case. You know why? Because I, got a, I got chosen for, a, for an internship in Louisiana over someone from, from, from University of Texas in Del Paso. Wow. Wow. So that was, you know, that was, that was really, like, strong for me, but Unfortunately, it like, you know, he had to cancel due to like the pandemic. Right. And there was a couple, you know, there was a couple of things more that, you know, had to cancel due to the pandemic. Yeah, but they are realizing that even if you are in high school, it doesn't matter the level. As long as you have, you know, a goal in, 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 in mind and you have the, you know, the, the love to do, to do those things, you're going to be far. You know, even if it's, you know, people from, like I said, Harvard or right. other universities, right. you know, you are you and, 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 and you also have power. You also have, you know, mm -hmm. you also have like good resources. You also have good skills. You also, you know, you're also strong. So that's, you know, that's one thing that I, that I was really proud about myself that I was chosen, you know, over guys from, you know, good universities. Yeah, big schools. Yeah. Big schools. Well, Paco, man, keep it pushing, man. I'll check back with you. All right, man. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks for the invite, and uh, you know, whenever, just just let me know. Uh, maybe we can talk like about uh, like about another uh, you know topic next time. Oh yeah, man, we got all kinds of topics, man. So I, I know you're you're good right. at talking, so we'll do this, man. All, all right, right. I appreciate you, man. We'll see you on Instagram. All right, man. Thank all you. Right. Thank you. And this segment has been brought to you by Fit for Life Real Estate. Check them out. They'll help you out with your residential and commercial sales. Uh, check them out at fitforliferealestate.com for any of your real estate needs, especially here in the Sacramento area.